Hello everybody and welcome to Overtime. I'm your host Jacob Hujik and with me today is Taylor Severn. Ahoy, ahoy. Again, no Brandon today. He's uh, still busy at work. I believe his day hasn't ended since last week, so again, our thoughts go out to him. But we have a lot, a lot of news today just dropped fresh off the presses, fresh off the PTR. So in today's episode, we're going to be covering the new character Anna that was revealed, PTR patch notes, which include character buffs, competitive lever changes, and we've got some information on projectile hitboxes. So Taylor, Anna was revealed. New sniper support character. Uh, also Farah's mother. Uh, what not do, what Sombra. You, not Sombra, that's important. We, we still don't know who the Sombra character is. Um, but what do you think of her? Um, Just, uh, I think she's interesting. I like, I like her for other two... Sp- for all, everything not involving her gun. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, as soon as I saw her, I was like, wow, she looks really cool. Just, like, visually, she looks awesome. She's got this, like, almost uh, Tom Clancy, uh, Ghost Recon kind of looking vibe. Like, she's she's hunched over when she runs. Uh, she's uh, an older lady. With the only other elderly character we have in the game is Reinhardt, and you hardly ever see his face. What? And she seems badass. No, uh, the, the Soldier 76. Okay, yes, that's true. I forgot about him. But also, you can't see his face either. But also, like, Reaper and Mercy should tech, and Tour Bjorn are technically kind of, like, as old. Ah, oh, I for- I literally, I forgot half the cast. <laughs> In either case, we, it's an elderly woman, which we, we didn't have. <laughs> Mercy, God, show your age. <laughs> Mercy's an angel. She doesn't age. She, she's been, she developed the healing technology to keep herself looking young. That's the only reason. Um, yeah, I actually I just unlocked the uh, Viking skin for her, and I'm so happy with it. All her like her pistol has like wood wood on it. Oh man, it's great. But she's not Anne, who's uh, the new character that we were <laughs> discussing. Um, so Anne, no, it, it's not Anna. It is Anna. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I had a busy day today. Anna, again, Farrah's mom was an original founder of uh, Overwatch, as we've as we've heard a lot. Anna Amari, I believe is her last name. And she kind of raised Farah to, uh, you know, kind of be a just person and look after people. And that's what she does. She's all about looking after people and taking care of them, hence why she's a, uh, a support. She's also an incredible shot, hence the sniper. Um, and she's got a lot of interesting abilities that kind of impact both her enemies and her allies. So why not uh, get into them? So, first of all, like we were discussing on our last episode, we were thinking that her rifle might shoot uh, bullets and also some sort of healing effect. Depend, and you might have to swatch, switch, but, yeah, switch out between the two. Uh, you want to tell us how uh, how right we were with that? Um, not very. Yeah. yeah she just shoots. It's a dart. It, she just well, shoots it's a, a lot simpler. I, I'd prefer that. Yeah, it is. It, uh, it's just like, shoot your allies, shoot your enemies. You don't have to switch between anything. Nailed it. Um, I gotta say, the reloading animation on it looks pretty cool, and uh, the both the healing and the damage are um, heal over time, uh, or uh, not heal, but uh, heal and damage over time. So while it's that's pretty standard for heals in this game, uh, for damage for your main attack, it's quite unusual. 
Uh, and you, it's something you kind of have to think about, especially when you're engaging at close range, that even if you shoot them and it's a kill shot, they may be able to kill you before they actually die themselves. So you have to be careful. You have to not be a scrub. Don't be a scrub, man. Um, I don't know, and I tried to test this out, but I'm an awful shot. I tried to test it on the PTR. If headshots um, heal more, I'm assuming they do more damage. I can't confirm that. But from what I saw, I don't think it heals more. Going off of the training robots that I, I could hit. Um, that's her main, ability, or her main weapon. It's got about six shots. Uh, she can fire it from the hip, but it's um, it's a very similar playstyle, at least in that, from uh, Widowmaker. Except for Widowmaker can shoot her gun much faster, albeit without a full charge of damage. Uh, Farah has to reload after every shot, and it actually takes a bit of getting used to it if you're used to Farah or Hanzo, because Hanzo can spam his arrows as well. Uh, uh, do you mean like she's... Um... Oh, I forget what they're called. It's like a, it's like a uh, bolt-action rifle. Yeah, that's what they're called. Yeah, it's a six-shot bolt-action rifle. So she's like, bam. <laughs> bam. Right? Yes. Slightly faster, but that's that's more or less it. Which I love. Right. I love bolt-action rifles. Um, um, admittedly, the del the reason why that noise was so long was because I was like, am I making the right noise halfway through? <laughs> and wanted to make sure I was doing it right. Um... I've always loved bolt-action rifles ever since. I used to play a lot of uh, Call of Duty World at War, and I would just use bolt-action rifles almost exclusively. Um, so this makes me happy. Although, I'm, again, as we've discussed many times on the show, I'm not the best shot. Don't know if I'm going to use her. But there is something nice about her playstyle where you just kind of sit back and you can shoot your allies and heal them up. Like you just, It's like a bird's-eye view of the battle, and you get kind of get to influence it that way without you know, being in the fray of, of things. It's kind of it's kind of relaxing. Okay, but let's talk about her actual interesting things. <laughs> sure. So her her shift ability, uh, she takes out a secondary weapon and fires it uh, at the target, um, and then puts it away and pulls out her rifle. But what the secondary gun does, I shouldn't call it that. What the ability does is actually puts her enemy to sleep. Now, I counted this out. It puts them to sleep, which means they can't do anything. They just drop to the ground uh, for five seconds. So broken. It's actually... I had it used against me, and it's it's kind of annoying. However, uh, the other thing about it is that if you take any damage while you're asleep, you will wake up. That's slightly less broken. <laughs> so in the middle of a fight, yes, it'll interrupt you. But you're not going to... It's not like a stun. Uh, well, it's actually quite similar to a stun, now that I think yeah. about it, actually. Because the stuns in this game don't last very long, and the animation for you getting up takes roughly the same amount of time as a stun would. Uh, but her it, her main use of it is um, to escape. Because, like I said, she can't do much up close, and she has no movement abilities herself. So this is basically, if someone sneaks up on her, she can shoot them and run away. I, I feel the main draw to using that ability would to stop and all. Correct. That is the way it was uh, used in the reveal trailer for her. And yeah, just like a uh, McCree flashbang, it will stop alts. And also, I don't believe it has any drop-off. Like, it just keeps going in a straight line. So you can uh, cancel people's alts from quite a distance away, which is very interesting. Um, her other ability is a biotic grenade. Now, this thing has a lot of uh, utility. 
Um, basically, if you throw it, anyone caught in the blast, if they're an ally, will heal. A, a fair bit, actually. I can't remember exactly how much. It seemed to be somewhere around 70 to 100. It's a fairly substantial heal. Uh, it also increases uh, healing done. Yes. Done. And uh, if you throw it at enemies, it will uh, deal damage to them and also prevent them healing for a couple seconds. So this not only includes enemy uh, mercies not being able to heal their allies, but a roadhog hit by this will not be able to self-heal. So broken! It's so very, very bad. powerful. I mean, her she really hinges on her abilities because, like I said, her, her main attack doesn't actually do that much damage, and it's also damage over time. Well, for a sniper, like she she seems to do a, a moderate amount of damage, and it's damage over time, but her abilities are where her, her power really, really lies. Um, did you want to cover her ult? So, she has a nano boost, where she hits someone, and if you're familiar with Heroes of the Storm, this might sound familiar, uh, but it grants them faster move speed, increased damage, and resistance to enemy attacks. Yeah, so they'll, they'll take less damage. I believe it will reduce the effectiveness of stuns. I don't know by how much, but um, it's actually... She's got, like, this uh, launcher on her left arm, which she takes it out and, and launches it at uh, an allied character. Um, you move around... You start zipping around once you have that. you got this cool, flashy effect on you, which, albeit, will alert your enemies, but... It's uh, it can be scary on a couple characters. An alt that alerts the enemies to say it ain't so. I know, right? I didn't catch what she says while she's doing it, so I won't be able to imitate her today, which is a bit of a shame. But it's cool nonetheless. Uh, that's probably some like do drugs, kids. <laughs> Here's some crack. <laughs> It'll make you go faster. Um, but yeah, it essentially turns another character into a bunker buster. Yeah, actually, I I hadn't considered that. It's uh. It's an excellent offensive move. I mean, again, like everything, it can, move, it can be used on the defense, but it will really help you just, like, break through uh, an enemy's uh, defenses. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited to see her. Granted, when I was in the PTR, it was only her, Zenyatta, and D.Va. Uh, um, Zenyatta and D.Va were, were buffed in today's um, PTR patch. And they'll, these will all be going live, I believe, next week, if it follows... Uh, Heroes of the Storm rules, and we'll go over Zenyatta and Diva in just a moment. But I did want to touch on uh, Farah's story. Uh, so, like I said, she's or not Farah's, but um, Anna's story. So she's Farah's mother, um, and it seems that at some point uh, she was tasked with dealing with Widowmaker, uh, but she hesitated when she realized who Widowmaker was, and Widowmaker sniped her back and actually shot out Anna's eye. So Anna through the scope, right through the scope, actually, um, and Anna was believed dead by most of the world, and she kind of went into hiding, similar to many of the characters. But uh, she stayed active throughout all of it and kind of uh, helped protect people um, around the world. Well, I think she healed up first. Yes, and then she later on recovered, <laughs> yeah. and it probably would have taken her a long time to recover. But yeah, she she kind of she was like this almost protecting shadow around some uh, world events. We don't know specifically which ones she was involved in, but she was definitely in the shadows. Um, she was actually Tracer in the Alive trailer. <laughs> That's how much in the shadows she is. Uh, so, 
uh, Blizzard has said that they are going to be at Comic-Con and they will be detailing Anna's, um, how they came up with Anna's character uh, during Comic-Con. So if you guys are interested in, in, in seeing that, I'm sure there'll be videos of it as soon as it's done. Or if you're going to Comic-Con, post about it because I would love to read it and I'm not going to Comic-Con. So. Um, sometimes Comic-Con panels are a bit anal with videos and stuff, so they might not release it. That would be a shame. But in other case, I'm we'll sure... We'll get people talking about it. At least people will talk about it, and that's fine by me. <laughs> and then they'll tell us. <laughs> and then we'll tell you. And then, well, you'll tell your own podcast? I don't know. But uh, in other case, for those of you who hear, oh my god, new character, I'm so excited, I'm going to start hoarding all my loot boxes so I get all the cool skins for her. Um, I have some unfortunate news for you. Loot boxes, the loot box content uh, contents are generated as soon as you get them, whether it's through purchasing or through leveling up or what have you. Whatever, like, it'll just have whatever's at that time. So you're saying I could already get Anna skins? No. Anna's not in the game, therefore any loot box you get before she comes into the game will not have a 0% chance of having Anna stuff. So open them as you get them because, unless you want to open them all at once, but... The contents of the boxes won't change once you get them. Ship it. Yeah. But, as I mentioned, there were some buffs in the patch notes, uh, so we'll do them first. Uh, Zenyatta has gotten a fair bit of buffs. He will now move faster during his alt. Uh, he will heal more during his alt. And also, he has more health just normally. He went up from 150 to 200 and for those of you curious it is 50 health 150 shields he also got another uh, buff in that his orbs of harmony and discord will now travel to their targets much much faster do they seem a lot faster because that seems like a big jump in numbers yeah it went from what like 20 or 30 to 100 it went from 30 to 120 i believe yes um I like you were in game with them so like Dude. Actually, I, I tried D.Va and Anna and then completely forgot about Zenyatta. <laughs> well, you said Zenyatta was there. Did, did you notice the orb or anything? or just? I, I actually I actually was tracking it as, as when I still remembered when I was playing Anna, and it did seem to move, like, like just like, it basically was instantaneous, it looked like, unless, like, they were a long way away, the target. Um, so it, it feels like it's basically instantaneous now, which is nice. It's just a good quality of life, because... If you if people are dying left and right and you're Zenyatta and you don't have your ult, basically you're just like, just stay alive and you're throwing your orb and you're throwing your orb again and just like, it'll it'll just increase the amount of healing you can do to a group, which is nice. It decreases his downtime. Um, uh, also, reading that made me realize that uh, Zenyatta's ult is just healing. Just yeah. a very big heal. Yeah. For the longest time, I thought it actually made you invulnerable and also healed you. It does make you invulnerable. No, it doesn't. Zenyata... Or it makes Zen Zenyata invulnerable. Yes, yes. Zenyatta's invulnerable, but his friends are not. It just sometimes felt like that because he was healing so much. Yeah. But some of the characters with burst damage could burn through it, which was the point. It was supposed to be that uh, Lucio and Mercy can kind of... Well, Lucio specifically with his ult can kind of um, heal through or rather put shields on to tackle burst damage whereas Zenyatta's was more of anti-sustained damage but they were realizing that people were still burning through it so they upped the healing mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's substantial now and he moves 
quite fast with it. It's kind of it's kind of silly. It's gonna be fun on the bun. <laughs> but uh, I'm glad they they increased his health. We were talking about that a while ago with the potential Zenyatta changes. And yeah, just... I think that's the thing that needed to happen the most. Yeah, it just ups his survivability. Who's the is Tracer the only character with 150 health now? I think it might just be Tracer. Yeah. Yeah, but, I don't know about Mercy's health. I've never played her. Mercy is 200. Okay. <laughs> Mercy is 200, yes. And also, uh, she has uh, automatic health recovery, which almost every other character doesn't have. Well, I like to think we all recover our health slowly. That's a very optimistic and silly view of the world. Diva has also gotten some changes, and topmost of them is her defense matrix. So before, it was just an ability, you use it, um, it goes on for, I think, three or four seconds, and then it comes off and you have a 13-second uh, cooldown or so. Now, it is a bar, and pressing the ability will um, bring it up, and then as soon as you let go of that button, it'll drop it, and it's usually mapped to the right click, if uh, anyone was using the E button. It's no longer mapped to and E. Now it's the right click. It's now right click. So as soon as you let go of right click, she will drop the, the shield. Um, but she can use it for... A fair bit of time, and also like she can be more selective with it. It's I I'm pretty. It's pretty easy to classify this as a buff, right? Like, it's it's just like, better it, for it's her. It's made to so it's more flexible. She's yeah, able to be more flexible with her defense matrix. Yeah, more much more control. It, it's awesome. I really liked it. It's uh, it takes it, a little bit of getting used to. Works a bit more like uh, Reinhardt's shield. Correct. Actually, very very similar. Uh, also, from reading the patch notes, I. Now realize a thing you can do is you can make it so instead of it's a hold down ability, it's a toggle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for both Reinhardt and Diva. Yeah. Apparently, this was introduced some time ago. I never knew about it, but uh, the only reason I do know is because Reinhardt was having uh, some bugs with the toggle ability, where it would just not come down or something like that. But they fixed that in uh, in the PTR bugs, so that will be live in the game shortly. Did you want to go over Diva's other changes? Uh, they want you to use their ultimate because you're not playing D.Va. That's sh shame. Shame. D.Va was the least used uh, tank, which is interesting because I, I feel like I see her a lot and I play her a lot myself. Well, it's because she's the worst. Anyways, <laughs> uh, her ultimate decrease, the charge for, for her ultimate uh, is going to be decreased by 15%. So, like, you'll get it 50% faster. That's going to be fun. Yeah. And then the explode is going to happen in three seconds instead of four seconds. So people with the play of the games, they gotta recalculate when it's gonna explode for your emotes. <laughs> and uh, it can no longer kill her. Which yeah. Diva's was... like the only person that could kill herself. Yeah, one of the only people. With uh, who all. else can? Farah. <laughs> true, true, don't, true, true. Don't alt close go. to things with Farah, because you will die. <laughs> uh, don't alt a mirror, because mirrors are mean. <laughs> Um, so that was actually one of the first things I tried with as D.Va, was the alt. And, um, it looks... You just stood beside it and did an emote and be like, I didn't die! I didn't emote, but I did stand right beside it as it was going off, just because I wanted to see, and I, I wish there was some sort of effect. I almost felt like there was, like she, like, almost like some sort of, like, shield popped up for just a brief second, but I might have been imagining things. And I, but I really want something too, because it kind of seems silly when there's, like, this huge explosion that sends like boxes and all the different debris flying about and kills enemies but you and your teammates are completely unaffected doesn't even ruffle your hair it's uh, that, that's why you got to emote 
that's what the emails, Diva's emails are for. I guess that's true. They were actually planning for this long before now. I gotcha. But, uh, yeah. Uh, her ultimate is going to be much scarier. Which, on one hand, I'm kind of happy about because I feel like when I first started playing as Diva and I used her ult, I, got, I would just get a lot of kills. But now the community has kind of realized, oh, it's her ult? Just get behind cover, whatever it is, like a, a bush. As long as it covers your body, that blast will not touch you. It's it's the weirdest physics leap of, in the game. But uh, now, but also just like outside of her ultimate, she didn't feel that threatening. No, she like her her damage is quite low. You get a lot of uh, assists with her just because like you're just blasting. You don't have to reload. Um, but to kill someone with her by yourself was quite difficult. You actually have to stay on them, and if they have any sort of movement ability, um, it can be hard for you. Granted, like, you could jet to them, but still, it, it's it's difficult. But You just seem like a jerk. You just push people around. It's like, hey, time yes. to raise my APM! That's true. Her She was mostly kind of there just to be annoying, but this gives her a little bit more bite, at least with her, her ultimate. Granted, her ultimate was kind of, I almost feel more intended to be, like, zone denial for a couple seconds. Like, it just it made people clear off the point. Um, and it kind of helps with that now, uh, in that you, as the D.Va pilot, can push and not fear being blown up by your own ultimate. But the fact that it lasts shorter actually gives you less time to, like, push a cart, let's say. So maybe there was that was kind of their way of, of, hey, it does more damage and it's more likely to get kills, but also you can't push quite as hard with it. Uh, no, it doesn't do more damage. It doesn't. No. Oh, sorry. Uh, it was its uptime was increased by fifteen percent. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I was thinking its damage was increased by fifteen. In either case, <laughs> so that you can kill people fifteen percent harder. Because <laughs> yeah. who oh, the fuck lived anyway? Fifteen percent more overkill. Yeah, it's just like, it's, is there anyone who lives during that self destruct? I don't think so. So I think if you have um, Lucio's shield on you. But that's Lucio Sealed and Zenyatta's alt going all at the same time. time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, those were the the um, the bigger uh, buffs. McCree was also buffed. His bullets will not more do. Well, they'll have less drop off, but at extreme range they will do less damage. Um, so you can kind of you can fight better at at longer ranges, which is which is nice because we we've we haven't seen a lot of McCree. I'm kind of okay with that because he's rather annoying, but um, maybe just a little bit more uh, uh, usefulness to him, it will bring him up in the in the ranks. Is, is there any character you don't find annoying? Uh, the characters I play. I really, I really, I say that a lot, and it's mostly just hyper hyper bully. Hyperbole. But Hyperbole? I really, really dislike Hanzo. Hanzo right now is the number one. Like God, like. May could be annoying, yeah, whatever. But also, you just get away from her and you'll kill her. But Hanzo, I don't know. I just dislike him. Shooting arrows at you, just don't get hit by arrows. I don't like it. So the other buff. If uh, his arrows blot out the sun, then fight in the shade. <laughs> Jesus, we've been through this. If there's no sun, there's always shade, and they'll die to arrows. <laughs> now Mercy, her damage boost was increased from. 30% boosting of damage to 50% boosting of damage. Uh, however, it no longer stacks with multiple mercies. Uh, the reason for this was that the team thought that um, mercy, most of Mercy's damage 
should come from her boosting people, and many people were finding it actually more advantageous to just whip out their pistols and start shooting people themselves. The sniper mercy is so good. <laughs> like, if I played Mercy, I would play her as a sniper. Listen, I would follow you around and just watch you kill people with Mercy pistols. It's actually so fun, as someone who plays Mercy a lot. It's... Oh, man, it's so good. If only, you know, she was worth playing. <laughs> now, Mercy didn't just get straight buffs. Her um, ultimate, her resurrection... The charge has been increased by about 15% or so, I believe. 30. 30%. So it now takes a lot longer to uh, res somebody. Um, but you can now move while you're resing people, and uh, you can uh, now, as soon as you push the button, your cooldown on your angelic flight or whatever that shift ability is called is also Guardian immediately Angel. reset. Guardian Angel is immediately reset and you can fly away. So you can fly in there, use your ult and fly away just as quickly. So you won't die but the rest of your team reses now. But uh, I'm glad they kind of, we were we were talking about this on, on uh, a while ago on potential nerfs to, to Mercy and we were kind of suggesting like the easiest way to do it is just kind of make her, her res not come up so often because I've noticed playing her myself it's up a lot. If your team is uh, dealing is taking damage and you're healing it constantly, you can use your res like every every couple minutes. It seems like every minute or so. I, I still feel like her alt's going to be on the strong side of alts, though. I so this it's might not be impactful. the last you hear from Mercy's alt. Yeah, I, I I would agree. Like because her her healing. It, while it is substantial, it's only to one character at a time. Um, her her alt needs to be kind of increased on top of that, and, and also the, from the fact like she she's not doing damage herself. Uh, her her alt can kind of be a little bit more powerful because of that. But yeah, it, it might be difficult for them to to balance it. We'll see. Um, well, I'm saying it might need to be nerfed more. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what, it, it, oh, might okay. still be, it might still it be... It kind of sounded like you were implying, well, it's like, well, she has these drawbacks, so maybe it needs to be strong. No, Jake, that. It's why that I, I was trying to describe why it was powerful to begin with. But yeah, I, I may have kind of muddled my world, words a little bit. In either case, uh, Soldier has gotten a nerf, actually. Um, <laughs> we actually just detailed... Uh, kind of his burst method where if you fire the first four bullets with his gun um, only those first four they will be perfectly accurate um, his bullet spread will now begin after a short delay rather than, instant, rather than instantly so if you fire more than one than four bullets they'll start to spread and before it would kind of shrink back down immediately now it'll stay at that wider spread for um, um, I don't know a second or a fraction of a second before shrinking back down again. So if you're still good with your burst, it's an effective strategy, but you have to be a little bit more precise with it if you want um, that perfect accuracy. I'm kind of okay with this change, mostly because every time I played Soldier 76, after you mentioned that, I was like, it has to be like, oh, I'm not doing that like short delay burst thing. <laughs> and now it's like, ah, eh, no, I don't need to care. Oh, uh, whatever. Eh, I mean, good. it's still effective, but, you know, take it how you will. Thanks, Blizzard. Nerfing your character so I don't have to have skill. <laughs> now, the PTR changes weren't just about hero changes. The biggest um, changes of all? Come on. <laughs> they have also detailed the fact that um, 
the uh, sudden death in future seasons will no will not be a thing. Um, they're going to be hoping to get rid of it and instead introduce ties. They're not quite sure how exactly it'll affect your rank when you get a tie, but they want it to be impactful. Like they want they want it to be meaningful when you get a tie, as opposed to feeling like you wasted your time. But they also want to dissuade um, cheating and kind of collusion to get ties to just rise in the ranks together. Which I didn't is, know that. I didn't know we were going to talk about that. Okay, <laughs> that's not the most important change. God damn it, Jacob! It's well, I know. I know a lot of people. There's been a lot of um, saltiness from the community about about sudden death because it is a bit of a coin flip and it's it's very hard to balance and it kind of I don't know. People people don't like it and while I kind of enjoy it just because I, I feel like I've been getting a lot of really balanced competitive matches. I know that's not everyone's experience, so it's worth mentioning. Um, one other uh, thing to mention about competitive mode, well, actually in all modes, is that the overtime uh, timer, after 20 seconds, will start to burn faster. We don't have infinite overtime anymore. Sucks for this podcast, but... Oh no, they're, okay. they're, they're nerfing overtime, guys. We have to rebel. Pack it in. Podcast done. But, um, yeah, it, it, it could, there could still be... Um, infinite overtime, but it'll decrease the chances of it happening. Also, how, how the, could there be infinite overtime? Well, one one other thing to mention is that players will also respawn two seconds later during overtime. So instead of respawning after ten seconds, it'll be twelve. But how would there be infinite overtime? How would there be? Yeah, we've been in a couple games where it felt like it was infinite. <laughs> well, uh, no, like these changes will make it so that won't happen. Well, no. After twenty seconds, it'll it'll burn faster the timer, but it's it won't drop to zero, right? Or did I read it wrong again? Uh, I think I read it wrong, but still, I think it, it will solve those these two changes. Yes, it, it is a good change. I appreciate it. I think the community is all going to be like, yay, about it. I think that's a huge goddamn change. Self-healing will now charge alts, so any character who can heal themselves, it will charge, again, their ultimates. However, those characters who do have self-healing, their um, ultimate charging amount has been increased accordingly. So, As we've mentioned on a few of these characters. So for some of these characters, it was only a 10% increase, whereas for Roadhog, because he, is, he has such a big self-heal, it has been increased by 45%. So make sure you're healing yourself or you're not going to get your cooldown all that often. The last big change um, is Anna's going to be an AI-controlled hero. <laughs> no, the biggest change that they're thinking of introducing, and I believe is live in the PTR right now, is that in competitive mode and only competitive mode, there will only be one of a one of each hero allowed. So you can no longer hero stack in competitive. They're still testing this. They don't know if they want to go through with it, but it looks like it will be live at least for a little bit next week um, well like if they don't like it then they won't ship it yes but usually what happens in ptr is that the ptr is mostly just to fix bugs with the new changes they don't usually test the changes out on there but if there is overwhelming negative uh, reaction they will consider it um what do you think because uh, i know we, we were talking about hero stacking quite a while ago uh, and i know you were in favor of it and i i was too uh, um, I was in favor of it if they could balance it. And I think they just realized 
it's going to be very tricky. It, that's a really hard balancing act, and the simpler solution is just just say you can't do it. Yeah. And so I was like, sucks, but you know. Yeah, it, it does better. feel like a shame, and it, it it feels like they're just like like you said, like they're like ah, it, it'll be too hard. We'll just do it this way, and I don't blame them for that. But I mean, I I I really like those strategies of like of the different characters coming up in the competitive scene. When it when it happened to me, it was still exciting, but it got old really quickly. I mean, I just I just had a match. I'm going to talk about it later, where I was facing um, multiples of a certain character that I very much dislike. And it was just frustrating as all get out, man. So, I yeah, I don't know if I can really fault them for this change because it's hard to balance and it's it can be very annoying to, to most people when they're up against uh, multi-stacked characters. So, but again, this is only for competitive. Quick match will still be the craziness that it always has been. Wild, wild, high noon west. <laughs> and he can shoot you for longer, from longer now. So... That's about all for the PTR changes. Um, getting on to some of the smaller news. Uh, Blizzard has had some issues with its lever changes. Um, I believe early last week, or late last week, rather, they introduced a change where if you have a lever on your side of the team, you will lose less points, and the enemy will, I believe, gain less points. And also, if you manage to win over your enemy with only a 5 a person team, you will gain more points. That was the intention, but the patch, for whatever reason, didn't work. It didn't implement itself properly, and people were um, letting their wrath be known on the forums and, and whatnot. Blizzard has since addressed the issue. It is now fixed. They have been monitoring it, and it is working as intended. So, just so everyone knows, levers will no longer have as big an impact on everyone's ratings. You heard it here first. First, for sure. It has been all over the news, but I did want to mention it quickly. The other thing is, that we want to talk about at least, is that uh, someone has mapped out the hitboxes for different we uh, characters' weapons. Now, I know there has been uh, much discussion about, among the community that Hanzo has one of the biggest, if not the biggest, um, hitbox. And that is true. Um, the characters with the biggest hitboxes on the projectiles are uh, Hanzo, Zenyatta, Mei, Lucio, and Mercy and Diva had some of the highest, with Mercy actually being the highest one. Um, and then the characters with the smallest uh, hitbox were Bastion, McCree, Widowmaker, Tracer, and Soldier 76. So the more accurate characters, the more hitscan weapony characters, had very small hitboxes, whereas the characters with um, um, guns that shoot uh, projectiles that have travel time had the biggest ones. Uh, should mention this was done by Go Otter Go on the subreddit, and he goes into much bigger detail about yes. how he did this. And we yes. we will be linking all of this in the show notes, so I would encourage you guys to go check it out because it is actually very interesting. And he does a very good breakdown of it. Um. But yeah, there's this one image here that he's showing that, that kind of shows it perfectly of uh, um, a training bot and how high he managed to shoot them, even though he wasn't actually aiming at them. And it seems almost ridiculous. Now, I don't know if the uh, robot, the training robot, has a somewhat different hitbox around them than a um, 
that character. But the fact that it levitates so much higher than their actual head, and it, it is such a big difference between all the characters, it's kind of surprising, and it leads to... It's one of the reasons why I dislike Hanzo, like, again, so much, because like his headshot hitbox is massive. It's so big. Oh, um... Yeah, he, he even, like, talks about that in the post, where they're just training dummies. They're made to be shot, and, like, that's where you go to train. So, like, I, I feel like they have a bit more leniency on, like, yeah, you hit it, don't worry. Yeah, it's not so much about, like, how far away it is from the head of the robot, because, yeah, like like you were saying, it, the robot could be more lenient. However, it's it's the it's the difference between the different characters. It seems it seems quite wild, to me, because um, I just from like from other shooters, I I haven't heard of different weapons having a bigger, like a significantly bigger um, hitbox. So the fact that this game, granted, like they want to make it more casual, so some of these characters it is more difficult to get these shots, so they made the the hitbox bigger. It's understandable, but. It's quite large, and I, I... I also think it's that they're just outright shooting different projectiles. Yeah, but, like... Some people are shooting, like, small little bullets, one person shooting big icicle. Yes, but the, the hitbox of the of the icicle is much bigger than the actual physical icicle. Is it? Yes. It does, does it show, like, how big the icicle is compared to a bullet? I guess you're, you're correct there. But, um, it's just... I don't know. It, it seems way bigger than, than necessary to me. And I know there has been lots of discussion in the community about specifically Hans, but with some of the other characters up here that we've mentioned, that they'll be they'll be behind cover, but the hitbox around the character's head is slightly bigger than the actual character's head. And also with some of these character the characters, the hitbox of the projectile is slightly increased compared to the actual projectile. So it won't be a direct hit. It'll look like a complete miss, but it'll count as a headshot and kill the character. Now, there is something to say about um, potential like latency issues where the game kind of autocorrects during the, um, the, the death recap uh, from your position and the, where the enemy thought you were. So you will kind of see like a mixture between the two, but there has been documented cases where um, both characters are standing still, people trying to test this, and it's still like, the person's completely behind cover, you can't see them, but he aims it just close enough to their head that it'll kill them. And I find that... I don't like it. <laughs> you were behind cover and he still managed to kill you. Like, I... Get I don't behind better cover. Probably true. But I, I just, I, I feel like there's there may be a little too much leniency with... Um, with the hitboxes is, is all I'm saying, but that's just my opinion, and I am very biased against Hanzo, so take it with however much salt you want. It seems you want a lot of salt. <laughs> now, um, we were going to cover Tracer today, but uh, Anna dropped, and all I really wanted to talk about was Anna, so we will be covering Tracer on next week's episode. Now, um, Taylor, I'm going to mention my play of the week. Uh, so if you, if you have one of yourself, uh, you can start remembering all the de juicy details. But um, mine was, again, a Hanzo game. Or rather, we were facing 
uh, six Hanzos right off the bat on um, Temple of Anubis. And uh, I was just happened to be playing Genji for the first time almost ever. Um, and I dived into them and I managed to distract them. So they didn't do anything right off, off the beginning, but they stonewalled us on point B. They had switched to uh, one Torbjorn, one Lucio, and the rest still Hanzo. We could not break through. And it just highlighted the reasons why I personally don't like Hanzo. Just like, his scattershot does a lot of damage. It seems very random. Like, I, I don't really appreciate the randomness of it. Um, and it just gives him so much... Um, it lets him tackle characters from behind cover and also um, up close, which are usually the counters against a sniper. Like, either get behind cover or, or get in close and kill him. But it gives him so much kill potential in both of those cases. I can't remember exactly how long the uptime on it is, but it just he only needs it once to kill you, is how it feels, whether that's balanced or not. Um, and also, yeah, just, just the, the hitbox thing. I, I felt like I was getting headshot all the time. And he can... Now, I'm not sure if, if the damage on his bow increases as he pulls it back farther, but I do know that it affects the um, trajectory of it. But you, he can spam those things pretty quickly at close range as well. Like, I just, I feel like he's a little too powerful everywhere. He doesn't have that good of a counter except for snipe him better. And because I'm not particularly good sniper, that's not usually an option for me. Like, I can get in there with, uh, I tried to get in there with Winston, but it just so happened with their, um, with their setup. We couldn't, we couldn't kill the Torbjorn, which was killing the Winston. And also, all the Hanses would just scattershot me and the other Winston that was jumping in. And we'd just take so much damage that they'd just hit us once and we'd be done. It was, uh... Winston seems like a weird choice to try and counter that. I just figured, like, you can get up in their face and then you can alt and kind of, like, push them around while your teammates are, are kind of coming in. Well, you're complaining about a headshot. Winston has a giant head. <laughs> in, in the front of his body. Yes, it's like right. It's like right in the middle because of his hunch. But I wasn't playing. That's Winston like all playing game. Diva and being like, "Man, My I'm getting headshot a lot like all the time." It's wow, these guys they must should be good. Other people, they must be good. I wasn't playing Winston the whole game, but I just, I just found it annoying, and I might just be biased against Hans because um, I'm not good with him. So why wouldn't you guys just go Reinhardt and then shoot behind his shield? We did. They, um, they would just break it down too quickly. Uh, or they would uh, scatter shot behind the the shield. Then two Reinhardts. We didn't try two Reinhardts. I'm not saying that there wasn't a a, a counter in some way. It's just we we couldn't come together as a team. We couldn't come together as a team. And I don't know because it was Out, just me and well, someone else playing. Versus, outplayed. yeah, we were outplayed. And yeah, whatever. It just it was infuriating, and for me, it highlighted why I don't like Hanzo. Personal thing. Just wanted to mention it. Anybody um, outplays you, outplays you. Doesn't yeah. Who they are. That's not untrue. Um, did you have uh, anything you want to mention for this week? Nope. Alrighty then. Well, that's pretty much does it for today. I'm sorry to, to leave it on such a salty note. I, I know we, we tried to avoid that on, on, on this show. Just know that everything Jacob says is wrong. Even the news. <laughs> I, am, I am known to be wrong on many occasions. But he thought for... we were talking about Anne today. Who's Anne? I don't know. 
If you like what you heard here today, guys, please consider subscribing or giving us a rating. You can find us on iTunes or any other uh, podcasting application uh, that you can think of. So go ahead and follow us there. Uh, we have another show called Press A to Podcast. We review a different video game every episode. You can follow that show on Twitter and YouTube at Press A to Podcast. For overtime updates, you can please follow us at OW underscore overtime on Twitter. And if you'd like to email us any comments, questions, concerns, our own play of the games, any opinions you have on the game, you can do that at owovertime at gmail.com. That's owovertime at gmail.com. Well, again, thanks for listening. And I will both of us, and maybe, maybe even three of us, who wouldn't that be exciting? We'll see you on next week's episode. Bye-bye. I was referencing that you called Anna and Oh, I'm done. Don't worry, listeners would know <laughs> if they existed. If they existed. <laughs> <laughs>